Hey guys, what's up? It's Lexi Lane on here letting you guys know that my new single, Serpent, drops on all streaming musical platforms September 15th. That's my bacon right now. What's yours? Hey. Hey. Where are we? At a Perkins in somewhere, Pennsylvania. Why are we doing that? Weren't we supposed to be on a plane? We were supposed to be on a plane. We are supposed to be on a first class plane. Yeah. Uh, but now we are, <laughs> I don't know what class this is. We ain't got no class right now. We got that bad boy. We do. But we, we do. should be excited. You know why? Well, because we get to listen to a bunch of really cool podcasts. Yeah, on the Deluxe Edition Podcast Network. That's right. Uh, if you go to Deluxe Edition Podcast Network. Deluxe Edition Podcast Network.com. Yes. You can find out all their podcasts. Yeah. Check it out. And we're going we're gonna to start driving now. What's uh, your bacon? Stick around to the end of the episode and then maybe you'll uh, figure out what the hell's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> So this is yeah, there's a rock right behind hall. us, right behind us, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And a little below that is a parking garage where there are tons of Browns and Bengals fans. They were, they were playing uh, rooftop football this morning. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, nice. yeah, that's that's where we are. My, my room has not a view like this. Well, the... It's got this view, but it's not like you you can't just look directly out and see that. I have to, and that's why we don't have that in the background. Right. Because you have to be at a certain angle. Well, my room's down there. So I have a view of the street. And I cannot see that rock hall. Oh. Donna's football season starts tomorrow, so she could give a shit about oh, the Browns. So, uh Jets, I'm guessing. Or their fans. I'm guessing it's the Jets. Is it the Jets tomorrow? Monday night foosball. Are we all thinking they're going to do really well this year? Uh, it's it's September, so of course. It's of course. New York football or the Jets really have a chance. New York football, New York baseball, New York basketball, beginning of the season. Everybody's high spirits. Yeah. Don't they play in Jersey? Yes. All right. Yes, they do. We uh, I think I think it's one of those things though where naked enemies. <laughs> I think I think uh, the reason why they play in Jersey is because Jersey keeps going. The Statue of Liberty is ours, right? And we go. <laughs> Let's. You have a big, like a big dump here, right? Let's make a big stadium and we'll put our teams there. Mm-hmm. So this way it gives you at least you have something, right? Statue of Liberty is ours. That's that's their claim. Good, you clean it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think we should start the show. All right. I, I feel like the football thing really, really would have. Uh, look, I'm reaching over because I got to do this by a laptop. No, look at you slumming it, slumming it. it. <laughs> Welcome to Bacon's my podcast live from Cleveland. Here's the intro. Yeah. Bacon. Hey bud. What's up? Guess what time it is? Fall. Yes. You know what that means? That means that the, the trees are shedding their leaves. Indeed, indeed. You know what does not shed leaves automatically? Chesticles. 
testicles, and cheeks. Right. So it is time for some fresh ball fall action. Yeah. My friends. Manscaped. The Lawnmower 4.0 featuring their patented skin safe technology. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you if you're not using Manscaped yet, what are you waiting for? Come on. And what do your balls look like? Ooh. <laughs> right? It's got an LED light. So mm-hmm. if you're worried about nicking something or not being able to see, you don't have to worry. The lawnmower has it. Shave in the dark. Exactly. You, it's waterproof. It go is waterproof. Into, go into the shower. If you don't want to make a mess outside the shower, go in the shower. Shave do in a there. dark shower. <laughs> yeah, you can do that with Manscaped. Uh, if you go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, it'll give you 20% off and free shipping. Free shipping. And it's not even just for the lawnmower. No, it's for everything. You can get the crop mops, shampoo, they have body soap, they have lotions, all kinds of things. Check it out, manscaped.com. If you can't remember the promo code, just jump over to baconsbypodcast.com and check out our sponsors page. Always remember to clean your testicles, your chesticles, and your cheeks with Manscaped. Yeah, man. What's your bacon? Yeah. Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> What's going on, Ziggy and everybody? Welcome, to Bacon. It's my post- podcast. It's yeah. and drinks. It's uh, it's a, it's ten fifty nine. It's a balmy. Yeah, it's a little it's a little uh, icky out. It's a gray and wet uh, morning. Jim's, Jim Cleveland. and I went uh, came to Cleveland because uh, we had a little work to do. Yeah, and uh, we were like, yeah, we should do a discussions from Cleveland. Yeah, why not? Uh, so yeah, we had a great discussion with a doctor last night all yes. about like music and like guitar playing and metal and all this kind of stuff with one of the big uh, dream theater guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we won't be bringing you that, but that would have been great. That would have been really. That would have been really. That would have been really, really, really good. good. Just talking about all all the different like metal beers. Yeah. That there were. Yeah, the Iron Maiden. Uh, beer. Uh, Megadeth, Megadeth. By the way, guys, uh, Megadeth has beer. Yeah. Uh, uh, not even just a beer, like a line of beers. Right. I had no idea. There's a, a two Le Mans beer. Yeah. And and uh, what is it? It was the Hangar 13 beer, but what was it called? It was uh, Saison 13. Mm, okay. Yeah. I just want beer can with Vic Rattlehead on it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, we, we had that discussion last night, and that was a lot yeah. of fun. Would have been really good to put it here. but Would have been all. You guys would have uh, loved it. But, uh, yeah. You just get the two of us. It was it was weird though. Like I, I feel like in that situation, I don't know how would we ask him. Like he he's a cool enough guy. Yeah. But he doesn't seem like the kind of guy where we go, hey bud, come up come up to our room and record a podcast. Yeah. I mean I, yeah, there's gotta be a, like a a way to ask people to do that that's that's not creepy. casual. Yeah. Yeah, like wanna come up to my hotel room? I'm gonna put on a camera. We'll just <laughs> we'll just drink a little bit and talk. Exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Like exactly. all of that all of that just sounds wrong. <laughs> also also he is uh he's a beer drinker. Yeah. And he is a beer drinker. Like mm-hmm. they don't last long. No. <laughs> No. Because we hung out with him the night before, and before we were like halfway done with our beers, he would come back. Well, yeah, with more beer. 
Yeah, and we became beer drinkers because uh, we're whiskey drinkers, as you yeah. guys know. And while we were drinking our whiskeys, they closed the bar, and he went to um, the little little kiosk kiosk little, area, little area in the hotel and bought a bunch of beers and came back with beers for us. And it was like, okay, I guess we're drinking beer now. Yeah, I would have been good with one, mm. and he just kept going back for more. Yeah. Until we were finally like, hey, we're going to have to wake up tomorrow. And right, we, right. We yeah, should... this was the day before the event that we had to work. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, all in all, it was good. I slept wrong. I slept wrong yesterday. Yeah. It, was, it sucked so bad. Dude, he, he walks into the, um, like, I see him in the morning, and he's like, if, you, if you're only listening to this, sorry, I'll do my best to describe it. But, like, we had, like, his his shoulders were up and and his head was cocked a little to the side and he was just like yep can't move <laughs> it was if i move it shoots into my brain i can't do it it was weird it's like this weird nerve thing where if i moved a certain way you just literally feel this pain shock oh, go all the way up your neck that's awful and into your brain and i'm thinking to myself i have to do stuff <laughs> how am i supposed to just yeah. do stuff here yeah i felt bad every time i looked at you i was just like oh man i just want to see that shoulder drop then i know yeah <laughs> i know it's all right like once the shoulder goes down well like, I, okay. I will say my mom gave me that uh, cbd yeah i was gonna say ask if that's what that was and that helped that nice. helped a lot okay it, good. it helped loosen it up i think that helped loosen up the muscles like for the rest of the afternoon and into the evening, I was still getting that like that twinge when you when you turn a certain way and it kind of like like right, brain zap. Right. <laughs> it was fucked up, but I'm happy to report I slept really well last night. Yeah, and uh, I was able to I'm able to function today. It's that's pretty good. great. Pretty I slept great. pretty well. I slept pretty well last night as well. Uh, last night. For all of you listening, I introduced Mike to the show Peacemaker. I mean, he knew the show existed, but I mean, I knew the show existed. I, uh, and I, I also, chose it as our thing to watch. I, I also, I had all intentions of uh, of watching it, right? Uh, because if you go to my iPad when we got, we, you download things to go on a plane, right? So I, on Thursday, I downloaded the second two episodes because it wouldn't let me download the first episode right right and i had all intentions to watch the first episode especially since our our flight was canceled Mm -hmm. and instead i passed out that happens edibles yeah that's that's what happened that's definitely that that happens uh so yeah i didn't get to watch the first episode but we watched the first two episodes it was hilarious yeah i love it it's very good i love it i love that so i will be downloading episode three and four and enjoying those in our first class flights home yeah man i think bam so so travel was first class me too me too uh we had so we were supposed to fly in here well before we get into that we we do have drinks it's brunch time it's it's 11 a.m and we're going to drink (laughs) High noons. High noons. Uh, I've never had a high noon. I haven't had a high noon. I know all the kids are drinking it now. Pineapple vodka and soda. I guess the camera's up there. there. (laughs) That's stupid. (laughs) Uh, This is all the rage now. Yeah, I've heard. 
The kids love it. I've heard things. And I saw people walking around with them all last night and the night before. The night I don't know what was going on the night before, mm-hmm. but there were people walking around all dressed up. Uh, there, was, there was a Madonna that was crawling all over the floor. And yeah, there was uh, herself. There was some kind of 80s um, ball I saw. Oh, okay. They had like last night. They had um, the goth uh, homecoming. Well, I didn't see anybody right. dressed. Well, goth. no, they they. But the '80s ball was closer to here. Oh, it was okay. at a place that was closer to here. All right. Uh, yeah, it was we, all people from Trader Joe's. Yeah, yeah, it was very weird. Yeah. Well, they had the Trader Joe's shirts on. Well, one of the guys came up. He was all dressed up, and he was like, "Are you guys from Trader Joe's?" And I was like, "No, but I've shopped there." And he was like, "Thanks, man." And I was like, "All right." Yeah, uh, yeah, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, I the my highlights were seeing the the woman dressed as Elvis, which is yeah, the 80s. She was great. Yeah, she was an eighties. No, she was an eighties. Um, and then um, yeah, the the Madonna, the Madonna, Madonna we good. bumped into. There were two those. Madonnas. There was the one Madonna where uh, they lifted up the closed gate of the coffee place. Yes, and she slid underneath as like a bet, I guess. Yeah. Because she was like, yo, owe me $100 now. And then like they lifted it up and they grabbed her legs and pulled her back through. Yeah. Um, so that that was a thing. That was a thing. That, that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. So She probably had a lot of these. these so vodka with real fruit juice, sparkling water, and natural flavors. Natural flavors is one of Jimmy's favorite things. Suspect. And it's only 4.5%. Made with real vodka, real fruit juice, and sparkling water. The easy drinking, always socializing, great tasting, sun toasting, blue sky celebrating, memory making awesomeness in a can hard seltzer. Wow, look at this fucking guy. Look at that. Get out and enjoy. No high fructose corn syrup. Oh. No artificial flavors. Wait, is there aspartame? Oh, if there's aspartame, I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> so sad. There's no, there's no ingredients. Yeah. You'll know as soon as you drink. No it. sugar added. Time out. Yeah. Have you guys checked out BaconIsMyPodcast.com yet? It's like the portal to everything Bacon Is My Podcast. It's got episodes. Mm-hmm. It's got music. Yeah. It's got swag. Yeah. And it has a portal to all of our sponsors, our awesome sponsors like GrillYourAssOff.com, Drink Wild Bills, Manscaped, and... Uh, of course, mythical beards. Mythical beards, yeah. So check it out. I mean, you can just from one page find so many things. Yes. Right? Check out our swag. Check yeah. out their swag. Get those discount codes and just, you know, help out the show. Exactly. And always remember to ask yourself one super important question. Mm, what's your bacon? Yep. Hey, this is Casey Shearer. And this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at deluxeedition.show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know. That's, um... It's alright. It's like a seltzer. Yeah. It's... I bet it's I gonna say salty. You know what? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's just us being slightly dehydrated. No, I've been I I had like four bottles of water last night okay, plus so the, the Powerade. I did have the Powerade too. Yeah, it's a little it's salty. 
unless somebody sweat on the top of it. Mm. And that first sip was just somebody's sweaty forehead. No, because it's the aftertaste that gives you that that salt. Okay. It's more of like it gives you the salt thing that happens on your tongue. Okay. Yes. 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 Right. Yes, yes. So it's like it's like savory, <laughs> in a weird way. Uh, I would give this huh. a four. I'm a, I, I'd give it a four right now, but I for some reason I think this is one of those things that as we drink it, we're gonna like it more. Second sip was definitely better than the first. Yeah, but there's the salt. So I think by the end, and maybe it's they want it to be like of the sea, of the sea. Yeah, because it's a it's a summer drink. It's beachy, so they give you that little bit of salt, so you feel like you're like, hey man, why do they put fucking sand in it while they're at it? (laughs) It's tropical. Well, hey, salt's gonna ruin this. Let's just throw some sand in here too. The sand would ruin it more. Maybe there's sand at the bottom. Maybe maybe there's sand on the top. There could be sand on the top. There's probably rat piss on top. Probably. Probably. Uh, I, knew I don't tequila know. is a good one. That's what uh, Donna says. I in our live room uh, from our patrons. Yes. So if you are listening on uh, Spotify or uh, whatever, even if you're watching it, if, you, uh, if you're seeing this at some point and you're like, who do they keep referencing? We got a live room here with our patrons over at Patreon. We do this live for them every week. Yeah. Or try to do it every week. Well, at 11 a.m. Yeah. We wanted to do it for you. Exactly. So, yeah, we're going to get to uh, fly first class today. So the reason why we're doing it early is because this is the time that... So last night we were going to do it. Right. And then we got into the discussion with the doctor. Right. And we weren't going to cut it short because then he started buying drinks. Right. So then it was like, ah, we'll hang out. It's like, okay, we'll we'll hang out with with him. He was cool anyway. Yeah. But... uh, I did enjoy when he went to go buy us a round and was like, is this the right price? <laughs> Why does it say four Jamesons? Why does it say four Jamesons? And it was like, oh, because you just asked her for another round and we got doubles. Yeah. That happened. I'm on the last round. You bought the one before. <laughs> That's how rounds go. <laughs> Doesn't uh, Hey, listen. Just because you drink 28 $6 beers. Yeah. You know? That adds up. Yeah, right. Uh, But yeah, we're getting to... So, long story short, we we ended up... I was tired last night, and Jimmy was scolding me for being tired (laughs) the whole time. Being precious. Oh, you want to go upstairs to your room and get to fall asleep on me? Yeah, I was... I was definitely giving you some passive-aggressive shade. Yes, (laughs) yes. I was so fucking tired from the day before. The day before, I was like, "Yo, you want to go to this punk club? Yeah, you want to go to this? You want to go to this goth coma coming ball? You want to go?" Well, that 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 I don't know if I would like. I mean, (laughs) I just feel really uncomfortable there. Yeah, (laughs) because we we've been when we were in Seattle, we were at this like weird club. Right, that had the same vibes, except that, like, for some reason, there was like a uh, a goth room, but then there was also a uh, high school reunion yeah, happening yeah. that was like '90s music, but then there was a pregnant mannequin hanging off the wall. Dude, so awesome! Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was I was just tired. I was really tired. It it was it was a long it was yeah. a long day. Yeah, it was a long day. It was Plus a my long. neck thing and, and everything. It was so. hey man, I. I I didn't push I didn't push you to go out at all. I just I just I just said all right. Well, okay, cry baby. We're gonna 
Let's yeah. go upstairs. Yeah. And I said, the next trip, we're finding a dive bar. Well, no, we usually do, though. I know. You I'm know, like, you just have to give me some little shit. You gotta give, you, gotta, you always gotta give me shit. Little shit. Uh, so, yeah, we, we didn't get to do it tonight, so, uh, last night. So, today, this morning, we leave, uh, we leave at around 7, and um, yeah. we have first-class seats, but we were supposed to leave, we were supposed to come in on Thursday, but about two and a half, three hours before our flight left, uh, I got a message from American Airlines saying, hey, your flight's been canceled. Oh, we're going to shade American Airlines right now? Yeah, fuck American Airlines. <laughs> fuck American Airlines. <laughs> Let's hashtag this shit. Maybe okay. We'll get some free things. Yeah, yeah, we should. Because you know what? They did. They they were not accommodating to you at well, all. Well, no. So we had a seven p.m. direct flight to Cleveland, right? It's what we paid yeah. for. It's what we asked for. That's what we want. And oh yeah, that was that was better. Bad, I, bad choice. I almost back to back some cold brew after a high noon. <laughs> and sorry, go on. And uh, so yeah, I called up. I'm like, hey, this is a situation. I, I we got to get there. We, we have to get there by tomorrow because we have to set up. And at that point, it was like, okay, well, we're going to be setting up between 10 and 3. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. We need to get there. American. So now that now now American and, and JetBlue are working together, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go to book something with JetBlue, it might be an American flight. So that's what happened here. So when I found out that it was American, I said, oh, you know what? Maybe I should just order through American. Right. And, uh, yeah, I went to go do that. Cut out the middle, man. It was more expensive. It was more expensive ordering directly through American than it was to through JetBlue, in turn, sending me to American. <laughs> How does that make sense? Yeah, like... That confuses me even to try and go backwards and around to try and make that make right. sense. Right. Right. Exactly. So there was that. Then you had so I call up American mm-hmm. and they were like, Oh well, I'm having a hard time finding your your stuff because you ordered it through JetBlue. Right. I said, Because I saved three hundred dollars doing that. Right. That's why I did that. Right. And he said, okay, well, let me let me put you on different flights and let me see what we can do. So the first flight he gave was the day, uh, the, that day at like 7.30. We'd fly out, go down to Charlotte, have 30 minutes to go from the gate in Charlotte to another gate mm-hmm. or a plane headed to Cleveland. Now, those of you that are frequent flyers, uh, you know those of you that have been to Charlotte to their airport, you know, um, 30 minutes of a layover. I know when you're booking flights, here's a little hot tip for you. When you book flights and you have to do a layover and you're like, Oh, I want a short, quick of a layover. I don't want to be there for hours. Right. 30 minutes. You're missing that flight. Yeah. You're missing that flight. There's no way, no way to guarantee that your flight can land taxi, find a place to unload everybody Get everybody out. Then you figure out what gate you're going to and get to that gate in time for the other plane that is boarding. And then right, it's already off. boarding. Right. Because 30 minutes prior, 
they start boarding. So yeah, yeah you're no. missing that flight. There's no, don't do it when you're booking. Right. Hot tip. <laughs> so don't do that. So that was the first option. And then the second option was the next day, even though I told him that we have to be there by like 11, 12 o'clock, the latest on Friday. He goes, okay, well, we can do one from Newark, New Jersey, which was, was not New York. Right. Uh, Newark, New Jersey. You will, f- uh, it, you, you take off at noon. So already not there, not there in time. Right. Uh, you take off at noon. You fly to DC. So that's a hour flight. If that maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then you make it into Cleveland by seven. I said, well, what, wait, how long is the layover? Yeah. Then. And also how do you have a DeLorean (laughs) in Cleveland when I land at seven? So this way I can turn back time and be there at 12. Like (laughs) I had said, like I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I asked if he had, we could have driven there. Right. We could have driven here in less time. Yeah. So long story short, he goes, well, those are, those are all I can really offer you. And I said, well, you, that's extremely not accommodating. You don't, you, you partner with JetBlue. Is there anything they can do this, that? No, no, no. I said, all right, well, I just, I, I want to, I guess I'm just going to ask for a refund and I'll just rebook somewhere else. Um, oh, I'll, I'll, also, I was looking at other American flights. Right. And there were other American flights that would have gotten us here earlier of course <clears throat> and i i would ask him i'd say what about this flight and he said it's full i was like well i can order the tickets right now on my computer right because they'll overbook which we find out well yeah. <laughs> and he said oh well uh, it's, it's fully it's fully booked i said well i can order the tickets right now so if you can't book it then just give me my refund then I find out, oh, well, we can't give you the refund. You ordered through JetBlue. Jesus. All right, cool. So they send me over to the JetBlue side. I'm sitting there for about a half hour, and they finally pick up, and uh, the lady goes, so what, what are you looking to do? I said, I just want a refund. They're not giving me anything that I, that can accommodate my needs. I'm just going to rebook. She said, okay, no problem has me on the phone for 20 minutes on hold <laughs> comes back and goes okay so your flight from uh from cleveland to new york has been refunded i said okay what about the problem we're halfway there yeah well american has taken over your flight and rebooked it i said what do you mean they rebooked it I told them I didn't want them to. Oh, well, they automatically had it in the system and they rebooked it. And it was that flight from New York to D.C., D.C. Right, to right. I said, well, I don't want that. I, I told them I did not want that. I want a refund. I said, well, because they took over the ticket, you're going to have to talk to American and get the refund through them. Right, right. So then they sent me back to American for another half hour. <laughs> and uh, long and short of it, we ended up getting our money back. 
and we ended up getting <clears throat> we're flying delta and uh we were right a third airline yeah <laughs> flying delta and uh and just so happened that the stars aligned for us because the flight out was the problem mm-hmm. getting the flight out was the expensive part because when you were it's like so last minute it's less right. than 24 hours right um the flight back not so much and somehow for an additional five dollars each we got first class first class and that's what we'll be doing today we're gonna hold our pinkies up we're gonna put our little sleep masks on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna be the riffraff in in the uh that's right we're gonna we're gonna harshly judge everyone walking into the back of the plane cool I'm like oh cool poach seat bro oh hang out in the trough the the see i i haven't flown delta in a little while like they have now they have the main cabin they have comfort plus they have like the economy coach yeah now i i've flown delta i've flown delta and i was in the main cabin and i remember going these seats are really small Mm -hmm. and then we did comfort plus on the way here and those seats those those seats were very small yeah like I was very surprised by how small those seats were. Yeah. No AC either. It was great. No AC, small seats, dog behind us, child in front of us. Yeah. Two yeah. two children. Two children. Right. One was a one was a, an infant. Yes. Yeah. That was very uh, unsatisfied with their uh, beginning of their flight, but then they settled down. Yeah, which was good. Which I don't get mad at parents with the kids. No, I'm like, no, because I'm like, you gotta keep that, right? Like, once I like, I'll never think about you again when I leave here. Yeah, you, you gotta take that home with you, and it's still gonna make those noises. <laughs> Although the kid wasn't, the kid wasn't bad. No, no they weren't bad, not at all. My my kids were were. Like the first flight we did with Gavin, mm-hmm. for me, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm that parent. I'm that parent." The whole <laughs> flight, because he 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 just couldn't. The pressure and stuff was like yeah. fucking with them and stuff. So, um, yeah, poor kid. Yeah, yeah. We took one flight with Bruce, and he just slept. Wow, that's awesome. So it was like he was good. Or no, two flights. I took one, and the nanny took one. And he was just silent both times. We put him in a little bag, threw him under the seat. That's good. Yeah. Good old Bruce. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty good. Yeah. He had a birthday. Yeah. He had a birthday this week. Yeah. He's now, I think, seven. That's awesome, man. I think seven. Yeah. That's yeah, my little dude. Didn't throw any birthday party or anything. You were... No, in Cleveland. I was in Cleveland. Yeah, I think Stacy probably did something for him. I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Stacy's the best. She is the best. She's great. All right, quick timeout. I want to let everybody know that despite the summer being gone right. and heading into the fall, it does not mean that grilling season is over. No, if you have a grill, it is always grilling season. I feel like it's just getting started, and if you're grilling, if you're cooking, if you're doing any of that. 
make sure you do that with BrillYourAssOff.com. Taste the freedom! Exactly. BrillYourAssOff is an awesome, awesome company. It is made in Texas. It is veteran-owned, and they were Small Business of the Year. Yeah, Veteran Small Business of the Year uh, 2023, which is awesome. That's amazing. They also just partnered with Sailor Jerry. Now, rum may be my personal uh, avoid-at-all-costs booze, but some people really love it. And I guess I I have to admit, even at its worst, it's delicious. Yeah. Right? And there's a new Sailor Jerry Ironsides barbecue sauce you can check out, too. And anything that you decide to get at GreaterRouseHop.com, you want a deal? You want a special? You want some money off? Use the promo code. Bacon. Because everything's better with bacon. Yeah. Hell yeah. Come on. 10% off. Get it on all of their jerkies, all of their seasonings, all of their condiments, even their swag. Their swag is pretty sweet. Yeah. spread Spread some seasoning on those swags. So definitely... Head over to grillyourassoff.com, use the promo code BACON for 10% off, and always remember to ask yourself one super important question. What's your bacon? Hi, I'm Don Brody, a comedian with a history degree and the host of the podcast Hilf, History I'd Like to Fuck. Each episode, I am joined by a new guest who has brought me a subject from history that they want to know more about. Then I hit the books, I dig deep in the annals, and stimulate. <laughs> We've covered Frankenstein, Houdini, Joan of Arc, Pompeii, the Salem Witch Trials, right? Ugh. Join us and find out for yourself that history is a party and everybody's coming. <laughs> um, so, we are on a trip. We talked about uh bad flight situation um what about some uh i saw a lot of hotel shenanigans this this week yeah you got any hotel shenanigans stories hotel shenanigans stories man i gotta get back to you all right uh well i have one Mm -hmm. that involves um a friend of mine a good friend of mine that recently sent me a message oh here we go because uh he was like yo i listen to your show all the time you tell stories you don't talk about me at all and i a huge part of your life why yeah so that that's that's a better transition yeah because i i I like talking about this and 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 yeah yeah go ahead yeah so um so my buddy dave dane dave dane um whatever you want to call him. Um, he is uh, one of my best friends and he and I were inseparable. Uh, when I moved to New York, I moved here. Um, I lived with my buddy, Brian, and we did music for a while. And then we kind of split up to, to kind of do our own things. And I was playing uh, I I signed with this dude that was managing me um, named Mark Silver. He had Third Stone Productions. And what he would do is he would manage songwriters and he would put together showcases for them. And he put a band together to play the songwriter songs. So it would be the same band all night. Mm-hmm. And each singer would go up and do like three or four songs. And each singer was responsible for like selling tickets and promoting and all that kind of stuff. And we would do the elbow room in the city. And so um, 
it was great. It was really cool. It was, uh, we always had like a hundred people there or more, you know, it was always, it was always a good turnout and it was usually like four or five singers and different styles, um, mostly like pop. Um, and then me, I was like the, his, his rock guy. And <laughs> I got that through answering an ad in the, in the, uh, in the backstage. <laughs> right. It was just management company looking for musical acts. And I was like, oh, I'll send my stuff in. And, um, and so while I was doing that, uh, I started to kind of like create a little bit of a fan base. And um, I also had friends that I met at uh, the Fashion Institute and they were bringing friends. And so I had a good little crowd that was coming and they were like, oh, we have to introduce you to um, this friend of ours. Right. He plays bass and he's in a band and, you know, he's right now he's in a, in a tribute band or something and he wants to be, he wants to be in a band. And so um, they brought Dave to the show and he came with another friend of his and I played my songs and everything. And the, and the first thing he said to me was like, uh, it's a little light. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, cool, man. Well, if you're not into it. You're not into like, it. Like you were deal. like, you were auditioning for him. Right. Yeah. Right. Which, um, which honestly, I kind of felt like I was like, yeah. he came in looking all cool, you know, like, uh, like it was kind of like when, when we saw each other, we were like, we, we dress the same. <laughs> we both have a similar thing going on. We like a lot of the same music. Uh, and he was just, you know, he was looking to get into something a bit heavier and, um, and the stuff I was doing at the time was, uh, not, you know, yeah. it was, it was like, well, if anybody has the sickest Monday record or listens to any of that, that was that band. Um, it was songs that would end up on that. And so we hung out that night, um, got trashed together that night, uh, made completely inappropriate jokes to each other, pulled pranks on each other, all that stuff in one night. It was kind of like we were treating each other like we'd been friends since birth. Yeah. And it just kind of like worked. It's basically like your stepbrother's moment. Yeah. Abs- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Karate in the garage. <laughs> absolutely that moment. We're going to build bunk beds. Yeah. And and then, and from that point, we were pretty much, I would say, inseparable for the next probably five or five or so years. Yeah. Um, we, we started uh, Sick as Monday together. Uh, he... We, we met our guitar player through uh, an ad, another ad. Um, he knew Jimmy, and so he brought Jimmy in uh, as a drummer and, uh, and to record us and stuff. And it really, like, we were kind of like, the band really became this big focus, and it was him and I were both, like, ride-or-die type, yeah. type guys for that. Which was awesome. Um, we also got each other into a lot of trouble um, <laughs> because we just had that like let's let's go mindset. Uh, so it was like we were drinking everywhere. We were at every show. We were like we have to be seen everywhere, and we have to people have to recognize us the minute we walk into a room because that's how we're going to get our band somewhere. So. Every bar we walked into, somebody knew us because we were at every bar, <laughs> every venue. Somebody knew us. We were we were handing out our 
CDs and stickers and everything in every line for every single show. We were at every show. We were seeing every band. Um, and we just became like, it was like Jimmy and Dave were like this thing, you know? Uh, we were a force of nature <laughs> for a little while uh, that people either loved or hated. You you were two people that people either love walking into a room or love watching leave. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's when you met us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You met us when we were at, at the height of our powers. <laughs> oh, that was a mistake. Yeah. Why oh, I was I, I didn't, thought you'd I didn't even I think like, about it. Oh man. I didn't even is, think about it. This is oh. just... <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> okay. Uh for all those listening, Jimmy just took a high noon sip and then took a coffee sip. Yeah, I didn't mean to. My hand just went to it. <laughs> you at least have a palate cleanse or something. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. All right. So, um, so yeah, we, and, and we were, we were fun, you know, like every time we get together still, it's a blast. We end up, it's five in the morning somewhere and we're at a diner laughing about something and, did something stupid that night. Like even if we got together today, that would probably be how it'd end up. Yeah. Right. He's he's like, any of you that have had uh that friend that your that your parents are like, I don't know if I like that you're hanging out with them. Like we were each other's that <laughs> as adults. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom was even like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> you're getting in trouble with them. Yeah. Yeah. Little did she know. <laughs> <laughs> I was often the one talking us into things. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that'll happen. So, uh, to to run that into a hotel story. Well, anyway, so Dan leaves me a message. I wonder if I still have the message. Yeah, because th- it was funny because he brought this up when we landed in Cleveland, and he goes, "Yeah, I got a random message from Dave the other day." And oh, you got it. I, I do, and it's great. So here's the transcription because I'm going to read this to you first, and then I'm going to let you hear it in his voice. Or no, you know what? I'm going to let no, you, no, hear, no, just let I'm him, let you hear it first. You know, Scott, I listen to your podcast every freaking day. I would like you to talk about me a little bit more. <laughs> I was the most important person in your life. Well, except for your mother and sister, of course. Well, you don't have a sister, so your brothers don't count. But I was the most important. I am the most important in your life. Talk about me more. I love you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That was even more epic than you had described in the airport. Right? It's so great. It's so great. So uh, I got that message the other day, and I I told you, I was like, you know what? I did it. I, we talk about our bands and we talk about everything, but we talk about a lot of our current stuff. And I've had Craving Strange for so long now that even stories from like five years ago, ten years right. ago, are Craving Strange stories, right. you know. Um, and I, I like I joked about this a couple of times. Your sister actually brought it to my attention the other night when we were talking. She was like, "You've like lived legit like a number of different full, fully realized lives." <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was like, I really have because I have this like, you know, there's this whole life in Indiana mm-hmm. that that I had and the experiences I've had and all that kind of stuff. And then there was when I first moved to New York and the whole life of 
uh, being in New York and meeting the people at the Fashion Institute and becoming part of like the scene out here. And then there's the, the and that was a whole thing. Yeah. And then there was the Sick as Monday stuff. Yeah. And and then there was and I think because even if it's only a short time, I throw myself so fully into yeah. everything that it it just that is who I am mm -hmm. during that period. And then when something else comes, like I'm always the same guy, but it's like just different aspects of, of what I'm doing right. at the time. And, uh, and yeah, like Dave was, was the most important person in my life for a very long time. Um, and he's still very important. I just, we just don't get to talk or hang out as much cause he's in Florida now. Uh, but I, when I, once I got that, I was like, there's so many stories that I had with him. <laughs> and one, I will share with you now. <laughs> we got booked to do something called Crew Fest, and it happened to be here in Ohio. Yeah. And so we uh, Crew Fest was put on, um, and it was a benefit show to raise money for what's called the Skylar Neal Foundation. Now, Vince Neal's daughter, Skylar, died of a cancer. Mm -hmm. um, and when she was like just a little kid. Mm -hmm. Right. And so there's the Skylar Neal foundation that raises money for pediatric cancer. And, and so they put together this show and it was, uh, Vince Neal also has a son. <laughs> His name is Neil. Uh, Neil is not Vince Neal's real last name. So no, he didn't name his son, Neil Neal. Cause that would be a dick move. So his son, Neil, uh, was putting together a band and he was going to perform at it. And then a number of like local bands were set to perform for it. And a, a, someone that had seen us in New York, and it was very like, if you saw the movie Rockstar, it was a very thing like that, where someone saw us in New York when they were in New York, they took video of our show and they showed it to somebody here that loved us and was booking the show and contacted us and was like, would you guys come to Cleveland and, and play this show? And I was like, fuck, I got family in Cleveland. Like, I know like yeah. in Cleveland, um, we were touring as much as we could. So it was like, yeah, we'll book, we'll book a tour, get to Cleveland, go back. So we came here to do this crew fest and, um, and it was an awesome show. It was packed. Uh, some of my memories from the show, we, um, we all had to learn one Motley Crue song. So we learned looks to kill, uh, because it's awesome. Right. <laughs> um, Neil's band was was not great. So we actually pulled him up on stage and played another crew song and he sang with us. Oh. Um because uh I'll be honest, we stole that fucking show. <laughs> uh but we were a band on the road. So we right. were like road tight and stuff like that yeah. too. So he had hired people and then there was, was local bands. So yeah, we stole the show. Whatever. I'm not gonna apologize. Um <laughs> We had, uh, at the time, our merch was fantastic. We had, uh, you know, we were sick as Monday, so we had shirts that just said sick on them. Yeah. And, like, chiller font, everyone. Chiller font. Everybody remembers remember the that. chiller font. Uh, and we had these little beanie hats that said sick across the forehead, which also great. Mm -hmm. Like, embroidered, sick snow hats. And, um, and this was an all-ages show, and everybody had kids there because it's a benefit for, right. you know... And everybody, like, it seemed like everybody had little daughters because we sold out of, it was one of the biggest merch things we've ever done. We made more money on merch than I, than I, maybe ever 
Um, we sold out of all these little pink, sick hats. And so when we were playing, it was like a sea of like pink hats jumping up and down. That's awesome. <laughs> and it looked like little pencil racers. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Which was amazing to me. Uh, it was, um, you know, it's like those shows that are like, you have those every now and then where, you, where it's like everything just kind of like works. Yeah. Right. And so that was that was the experience we had. Um, and they also they put us up in a hotel. And they thought we were rock stars. So they were like, we need to have booze. We need to have, we're going to like, all the people were in the same hotel. And like this whole floor of the hotel was all people that went to this thing. Mm -hmm. And so I got to have, I got to experience like my crazy, like at one point uh, I had, I was, Dave ran through the halls naked. At one point I was pushing him on a cart through the hallways mm -hmm. uh, while I was trying to keep drinking. Mm -hmm. um, I was naked at some point somewhere too. Like the, the, it was just booze and running into people's rooms and pushing into elevators, like on carts and like the staff just being like, no, why? Uh, it was just this <laughs> crazy loud, like decadent hotel party. Uh, we didn't destroy anything. Other than people's memories, probably. Um, <laughs> but it was just a really, uh, it was a really fun time, and I and uh, I think there's still video somewhere of Dave running down the hall naked. Huh. Which, uh, if you listen to this show and you have that, please send it to me so that I can have it and just let him know that I have it. <laughs> Because that would be fantastic. That'd be great, <laughs> right? So, uh, wanted to talk about you, buddy. <laughs> and I will say to 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 his credit, um, I would not be. I, I don't know if I would be doing everything that I am right now had I not had the experience with him. Because I learned a lot, and he was the first person that really kind of like before him. I wasn't a singer. I wasn't like, uh, not really anyway. I always kind of saw myself and, and whether it was on me or whether it wasn't, I was kind of like presented as like somebody's sidekick. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, or, you know, and Jimmy, you know, like that's kind of how it always, it always was. Uh, and so I didn't really have the confidence. Right. To, to kind of step out front and be out front. I was trying really hard to do it, but I had a lot of imposter syndrome with it. And I was like, I need to find, like, I need to join something. I can't do this. Right. And he was one of the first people that was like, no, nah, man, I want to be a part of whatever you're doing. Like your songs, I believe in you. I believe in uh, everything that you're doing. I want to be a part of it. I want to do it. Even if it was a little light. <laughs> So, Soft. so Dave, thank you. I love you. And, uh, and cheers to you, buddy. Cheers to Dave. <laughs> yeah. Hey, have you ever wondered how you could actually help the show out? I mean, not, not just like listening and giving a five-star review or buying a t-shirt or working a little with bit sponsors. of extra zazz. Yeah. Are you one of those people that likes extra stuff mm. that likes a little bit more? Can't spell extraordinary without that little extra. Exactly. 
So if you like that stuff, if you want a little bit of extra bacon, like tasting shows and cooking shows and early access to uh, episodes, I mean, shoot, you can't get any earlier than live. That's true. Every week we do our discussion and drinks live for our patrons over at patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. Check it out. Check out the tiers. See what's right for you. Help us out. We love you. Thanks for being a part of it. Remember to ask yourself, what's your bacon? Yeah, when you told me that, I was like, yeah, we haven't we haven't really talked about him per se. But yeah, I, yeah. I, the one I the one time I actually hung out with him because like we had been in the same circles, right? Like, playing and, and stuff like that. So we but but you were too big of a rock star to like. No, it's just dr- a drunk asshole. <laughs> That's yeah. Like we didn't like we knew each other. Yeah, but we didn't. We never really like. We never really interacted more than a, like, hey, good set. Right, right. Yeah, we good gamed each other a lot. Right, right, right. Uh, the occasional pat on the ass kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't until it wasn't until Cra- uh, Sick as Monday broke up. Right. That we started like actually really talking. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I, I was kind of like, well, that sucks. That sucks because they were really good and like down the hall from us and and everything. Right, right. So. I would always check in and be like, "Hey, yeah, find yeah. anybody? <laughs> find anybody yet?" So, uh, but the one time I actually did hang out with Dave it was, you know, I told the story the other night was when we uh, we did the pay per views at my apartment. Oh no, that's Paulo. Oh, that was Paulo. That was Paulo. I don't think I've hung out with Dave. I don't think you have. I don't. I don't think you have. Because um, it was when when the band broke up, he wasn't around much because he had like shattered his heel. Oh, so he was like, he had, oh, that's he had right. Surgery, so that's right. And, and Zagel was, Zagel was cover, uh, filling in for a yeah, while. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Zagel filled in for a while. And then, um, uh, yeah. And then it was, then, then the, it was like the band's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was me. I, I quit the band. So I'm not, I'm not putting that on anybody else. Yeah. I've been that guy. Yeah. A couple of times. Yeah, you know, there was and there was definitely some some friction in our friendship um after that too for for a while. There always is. Um you know, and and I I understood it. And I and I it sucked. I hated that because I never wanted to do anything like that, but it was like one of those what I needed to do at the time. Yeah, you know. But. Yeah, I mean like I said, I I've been that guy before and uh there there have been narratives put out there that i'm the asshole because right of whatever it is you know like for me uh you know there's been instances where i didn't want to have to fire everybody right (laughs) so it was just like okay i'm i'm ready to start over you guys can do whatever yeah. Um, you know, like in, in the in the instance of, you know, well let's 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 get into it. In the instance of LTOB, like for me, I needed to do something else. Right. I needed to I needed to go and do something else. And I even told them, I was like, You guys keep going. Like you could you find somebody or you know change things figure it out but like i 
you're like you have my like a lot of people go oh well songwriters once the songwriter is gone like this the band solvers like well right. i wasn't the only songwriter so right and or nor the only singer right so i was kind of like if you guys decide to keep going totally cool like i'm i'm totally up for it um but instead like i feel like any bands that i quit i'm the bad guy for a little while for quitting and I, then yeah i think that happens though I yeah think that's part of the deal yeah you know what i mean like uh, i know i know in my situation it was the thing was um the perception was i think that uh that i thought that i was better and that i thought that i and, and everybody looked at it and said this dude came from another state um dave had all the connections dave had all the friends mm -hmm. dave packed out the shows you know, and which is not untrue. It's honestly not. I didn't know anybody. Um, I was, he did bring me into his circle and introduce me to everybody. And, uh, and he did, he was the draw at our, at our early shows, you know? Um, I think the, the band and the music became a draw after right. that. Um, but that was even, I mean, it was even proven a little bit false because when, the first Craving Strange show, yeah, we packed the room. Yeah. But after that, we didn't. We had to build back up because right. um, because there were a lot of people that were sick as Monday fans that were uh, mad at me um, or they just weren't interested in the music. Right. You know, they just weren't into it. Um, and Dave is a personality. He's a he's a showman. He's a personality. He's got, and, and he he brings people in. Yeah. You know? Um, so I think that was, I can't even say the only part of that perception that I could say was wrong was that I never thought I was better. I never thought anything right. like that. I just thought I, I got to a point where I didn't think there was any way to move forward. Right. Um, and it was just going to have to be something new. Yeah. I think, I think, and I didn't want to carry on as sick as Monday without him. Right. So there was no option of, oh, I'm going to not work with Dave and not work with Paulo or not work with, with Jimmy, but I'm going to call it Sick as Monday. Because right. Sick as Monday was me and Dave's baby from the beginning. Right. And then Paulo and Jimmy made it into um, a, a thing that we could present to people. Right. You know, but, um, but yeah, so I think, I think it's not untrue that, uh, that I came in and got a lot from him and then left him hanging. And that's, it's not untrue. I didn't mean for it to be that way. Um, you know, there's always perspectives and circumstances and things that cause things. Uh, but, but I know that he felt like I really, like I stabbed him, mm. you know, and it took us a while. It took us a while to get our friendship back on track. Yeah. I'm glad we did. I'm really glad that we did. Um, I still run into like friends of his that I haven't seen for a while and they cold shoulder me. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, sorry, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But uh, but yeah, so I have so many Dave stories. So many Dave stories. Um, but that's one. Yeah. And I love you, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think uh, what a lot of people 
don't realize with like a band breaking up and, and, and stuff like that, people go, Oh, it's just a band and, and stuff. But like, it is really it's family. hard. It's, it's family. family. Like you're, you're spending tons of time with these people all the time. And, and like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm mending bridges with a past band member too. Yeah. Somebody that, you know, was family like legit family yeah you know and same thing for man. a long same time thing. it's like man we're just mending fences now after like f- five or six years yeah um you Dave know slept on my on my parents uh porch in indiana when i wasn't there like he visited my family yeah and went there you know um yeah when you talk about like family stuff that's absolutely what it is yeah you know yeah and it's um you know, uh, I think I think when it comes to like the end of a band or the end of somebody's time in a band is, you know, band meetings are like they're tough. Yeah. And and it gets to a point where how many band meetings can you have? Yeah. To try and write the write the course, you know, like I I, I found myself frustrated a number of times with a number of projects where I was just like, I, I can't do another band meeting. Things are cool for two weeks and then have to have another band meeting again. Yeah. I just can't. It, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. It's well, not if, fun anymore and it's not moving forward. So like if you're also in your personal life in a, in a very self-destructive type of place mm-hmm. or trying to get out of a self-destructive type of place, then it's also tough because everybody has to be moving in that same direction. Right. And, and Dave and I together were extremely self-destructive. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but it also benefited us to be that way until it didn't. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's, it's, and, and the, the person that's leaving. And I, I, I thought about this a lot when like um, when Matt quit uh, craving strange and when, Mike quit Craving Strange and, um, you know, the whole situation with Jimmy where he either quit or or uh, we asked him to leave, depending on who you ask. But, you know, it was like he just couldn't he couldn't commit to the to what we were doing anymore. Right. So it was kind of like a situation where it was like there's no way forward. Um, right. You know, nobody wants this to happen. Right. Uh, but even in those situations, I had to remind myself, like, you know, they're not they didn't come up with this right now. This isn't like a, I'm out right now. This is something that they've probably been wrestling with. Um, I remember Tommy, like Tommy, like threw up outside yeah. before he came in to tell us that he had to leave. And, uh, and he sat outside the studio for like an hour by himself first and agonized over it. And then three years later or two years later, um, gave me a gave me a note explaining everything like the real the real behind it um that wasn't even you know and the reasonings that that he did give were fine right and legit so whenever somebody leaves a situation it's not i i've never found it to be like they're not like oh man it's better for me out here so i'm out right it's like it's agonizing and it sucks and it's anxiety inducing. And it's like, cause you're like, not only are you um, taking a chance, not doing something that has been uh, 
in some ways working. Right. Right. But you're also, so you're saying like, okay, well, I'm going to get rid of all this goodwill that I've built up. People may not like whatever I do next. Nobody might care. It might take me too long to do it. You know, like, mm -hmm. like all those things go in your head. Uh, but then also the biggest things are like, I'm letting down a person, uh, this, this friend of mine, what's going to happen to them? What's, what are they going to do if I do this? Right. You know, and you worry about all those things. And, uh, and so it's never an easy move. No, I, you know, I've never found it to be, it no. sucks. No, absolutely sucks. No, I, and, and I think, you know, in, in some instances, like you, you hit a point of frustration and you make that decision that you're like, okay, it's time to move on. It's time to move forward, but still actually like pulling the trigger on it. Oh yeah. Is very, 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 very difficult. Um, and setting, setting it, setting the, the, the scene the right way. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I didn't get to make my exit the way I wanted to. Yeah, me uh, either. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes that, you know, the 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 stars just don't align for you to be able to do what you had planned on. But right. like, man, I, I I had my exit mapped out for over a month, and I stuck around for over a month because I didn't want to let anybody down. As yeah. much as I was like, I'm done, I'm ready to move on, it was like, but we have things, and I know they really want to do them, so I'm going to gut it out for a little while. Yeah, I definitely had the decision. I knew, I knew that, that, um, that that band was, was done uh, months before. Like, I had hit my limit. Yeah. Um, a few times. And I, and I, had, I had felt like oh, I can't keep having the same conversation. I can't keep. Well, that's yeah. Yeah. The band meetings. And it was like, yeah, you know, it just, it just sucks. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. I, you know, I threw up, I threw up when, when I did that. Um, I remember I called everybody on the phone and the one thing, uh, the one thing that I even I even had in my mind, um, and this is true, and I've and I've told Dave this, and I, I don't know if I've told Paula this, but um, but I had in my mind like, if I do this right now, and and they all go, like, well, I want to audition for whatever you do, separately. They all say like, I still mm -hmm. want to. Then maybe we can salvage this. Right. And uh, two out of the three, like, were hurt, argued, um, said they thought I was making a mistake, uh, but ultimately just kind of like were mad and went with it. And Jimmy said, Well, when are you holding auditions? Right. And Jimmy was in Craving Strange. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so it wasn't even, it wasn't even that I didn't want to play with them anymore. It was, it was that like, we can't continue to do this this way. Right. Um, you know, someone's going to die. <laughs> like, so we can't, <laughs> Right. you know, like, uh, 
So, and that was, that was like, that really went through my mind as I was like, okay, I'm going to do this today. Um, anybody that says, Hey, I want to, I still want to play with you and be part of the next thing. So then I was like, okay, so maybe they're kind of in the back of their mind feeling this too. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Band dynamics is interesting, man. It's, it's, it's tough. And, leaving something behind that you put put your heart and soul into and work so hard to push forward and, and, and stuff. It's, it's not easy to leave. Yeah. But sometimes it's a necessary evil, you know, take, take a giant leap back to make steps forward. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. And you can't, you can't unlearn the things that you learned in those situations. Right. You know, and I, uh, I learned a lot from every past band, you know, if it wasn't for Sabaretto and working with Brian Speaker, I wouldn't even know how to be in a band for real. I wouldn't know, like, he had he had that, him and, him and our guitar player Dan had that so locked down where that's how I learned how to run rehearsals. That's how I learned how to be organized. That's how I learned how to book shows. That's how I learned right. how to be professional. Like, and all those things um, where all the bands around us weren't doing that. Right. And, and it was like, okay, this separates you. And then, you know, with, uh, with Dave and sickest Monday, it was like, that's how I learned how to be a showman. That's how I learned how to promote. That's how I learned how to, um, that's how I learned how to be myself on stage. Mm -hmm. That's how I learned how to like not be a game show host. That's right now. Uh, that's where I learned like how to tour, how like brotherhood, like all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, like that, I was a transplant from another city and they became my family like this. Yeah. That was like, I would have, I would have taken a bullet for any of them at, yeah. at any time, you know? Um, so that was a, that was a big thing. And also like working with Jimmy then that's, I learned how to record. I learned how to write better. And I, you know, yeah. Craving strange working with Tommy made me a better musician. Yeah. Made me learn how to like structure songs better, how to be creative, how to, mm -hmm. you know, like, all these things you can't just because the people are gone, their mark on you. Yeah. You know, the bands yeah. are gone. The mark on, they make on you makes you better for the next thing that you do. Well, so that's, like, yeah, that's the whole I'm thing. I'm eternally is. indebted to, to Dave and, and everyone. It, you know? Any, any of my bands that I left or, or anything like that, it's, it's, you do, you take things away. You, it was a part of your life. It was a yeah. major part of your life. And you can't, you can't look back on it and be like wasted time. Yeah, that sucked. Wasted time. Um, there's so it, many memories and everything. You, yeah, yeah. You I was gotta... texting Jimmy from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yesterday yeah. because of us being on tour and going to the Rock Hall and being in there and like certain things we talked about and stuff. I was like, hey man, you remember being on the Rock Hall? And, you know, because he's another one. That dude had an immeasurable impact on my life. Yeah. You know, and now I talk to him once a year, yeah. which sucks, but. Same thing with Dave. It sucks. I wish I could see him more. I wish I could talk to him more. I'm terrible on the phone though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't like I don't like phone calls. It's, it's me. It's not them. It's, yeah. it's well with Jimmy, it's partially him. He's yeah. He sucks at being on the phone. <laughs> and and meeting up and stuff, but but it's mostly me. I know. I get it. <laughs> well, guys, this was a this was a fun one. Yeah. This was a little different. Absolutely. Yeah, went went all over the place here. Oh, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, um, 
always well, remember we to check out. Yeah, we got to check out. I got to pack. <laughs> yeah. All this stuff. I have to pack this stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah. guys, remember to keep your balls clean. Indeed. Uh, remember to grill your ass off. Grill your ass off. Right. right? Drink some Wild Bills. Have a drink while shaving your beans and grilling your ass off. Yeah. That sounds dangerous, but it does. But but capable, thanks to man. Never shave your beans while grilling. Yeah, don't put your beans near an open flame. No. no. But if you did, use the promo code baconpot at mitescape.com. Yeah. And get some crop mops to cool it yeah. down. And then um, also go to grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code bacon. Get 10% off on some rubs. Yeah. I wouldn't put them on a freshly shaven beanbag, though. No, don't. I mean, rub your beanbag, yes. Yeah. But, uh, well, Manscaped makes stuff like that. Yeah. Don't rub the spices. Don't confuse the things you purchase yeah. with the bacon promo codes. Yes. They're not to be used together, but there needs to be an order of operations. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys... <laughs> Enjoy. We're gonna do a little first class. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do a little commentary. Maybe on that next week. Maybe. Yeah, we'll let you know how first class goes. And uh, thank you guys, uh, Donna, Bill, everyone in the everyone in the live crew, our uh, our bacon live crew over here on Patreon. Thank you guys for joining in for the for the live show. Yes, thank um, you guys. Hey, everybody, enjoy some football. Who's ball for the devil starting today? Starting today, but it's it's past by the time this actually drops. On, but to our patrons, started last week. Enjoyed. Yeah, but yeah, and yeah. always remember to ask yourself. Yeah, whatever, man. What's your bacon? What's your bacon? <laughs> World peace. Hey guys, so remember how we were super excited to fly first class. Well, twist, plot twist. Uh, we are here. What are we doing, buddy? We rented a car because the flight was canceled. We're driving. So yeah, first class. First driving. Class. Driving in a rental. What's your bacon? This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com.